Did you know that Kinda Dating Now has merch? Yep, we collaborated with tpublic.com to create t-shirts, hoodies, mugs, stickers, iPhone cases, and so much more. Picking up one of our items is a great way to support the show and grab some swag for yourself. So swing over to tpublic.com or follow the link in the description of this episode to grab yours today. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kinda Dating, the comedy dating podcast where I, your host, Natasha Chandel, and some cool guests break down the dating world and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues? Today's topic is golden penis syndrome. Yeah, I, I don't know what we're doing anymore, but let's do this. Hey, hey, guys, I'm Natasha Chandel. You're listening to Kinda Dating. So apparently, guys think their penises are golden. Yeah, you heard me. Is it the Trump effect? Nope. It's a population effect. But is this really as new a phenomenon as people think it is? We're going to find out. But uh, before we get into the episode, remember to please tell your friends and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get it. Also, leave us a five-star rating or review wherever you get this podcast, especially on Apple Podcasts. It helps us a lot. We're also on social media, so follow us at Kinda Dating across the board. Aisha is not here with us today, but she is at Aisha Says Dance. And I, as your complicated friend, am at Natasha Chandel on Instagram, Natasha.Chandel on TikTok, Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter, Natasha Chandel on Facebook. I don't know. Figure it out. You Googled me or something, you know? Um, all right. We're going to jump into today's episode. We have our really good friend, comedian, actor. He's one of our favorites on the podcast, Vinny Fastline. What's up? Woo! What's up, girl? How's it going? How you doing? It has been a minute. Been a minute. Good to see, good to see you virtually. Always lovely to see you. I'm gonna How's see it you going? Oh, no, I'm going to see you in a, in a day. A day in person. Yeah. Uh, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I feel like I feel like I haven't seen you forever, huh? I what's know. Last, what's the last time we did this podcast? Do you, do you I feel like it's been months. Yeah, yeah. At least. Been, um, yeah, I've been traveling, doing comedy. Yeah, you have. I've been seeing you killing it. Eh, you know, that's all. Eh, it's all relative. No, uh, you're good. You're good. Yeah, but, I've been traveling a lot, though. That's great. And and I'm doing one of your shows tomorrow, Prohibition yeah. Comedy. So I'm thanks excited. for having me. It's super fun. You're going to have a good time. This yeah. is a great venue. Actually, they're going to open up the Speakeasy upstairs too in like a month. So get you on that one. And that one is insane. Yeah. Oh, I awesome. love that. That's That sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, ben, we, you know, we have you for a short time today, uh, but you know how we start every episode. So I, I got to ask you, has anything changed, single or in a relationship? Um, I am in a relationship now. Oh, snap. <laughs> oh, snap. Oh, oh snap. So, With myself. Oh. No, I'm, just I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, no. I actually have a girlfriend now. Yay. How long yeah. has that been? Um, it's been like five months, maybe. Six and, months. And this is literally why we ask the same question every time because the same guests can come on and shit changes. So yeah. we need to know. Even our married friends, we ask again and again, we're like single or in a relationship. It's been, yeah, it's that's so pretty tell crazy. us, tell us how did you meet? What was the meet cute? 
Well, I was doing I was doing a show at the Laugh Factory. Of and, course you were. Uh, and she was in the audience. And, of course uh, she was. <laughs> and then she messaged me. Of course she did. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I say that because oh, I've, I've, come, I've brought friends to your shows and they're literally like, who's that guy? <laughs> oh, man. It's the only time I ever get hit on ever is yeah, right. comedy. Thank God. Um, so now I can finally stop doing comedy. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Yeah, she messaged me and uh, she was, she's, we hung out, you know, we, I, we went to um, like a comedian's birthday party and then uh, just kept hanging out. She actually doesn't live here. She lives in Texas. Oh, she's living here for the summer visiting her sister and she works remote. So she, you know, can stay out here for the summer, but she planned on, mo- on moving here already. And then uh, we hung out like as much as we could while she was here. And then, you know, she goes back and forth and uh, I think she's moving out here. So, oh, my gosh. Are you moving in together or it's the idea? Oh, wow. <laughs> I love how then I feel like we've had you on the show since right. your last breakup and and you were in a funk. But I love hearing this because it gives people hope who are listening, who are like, hey, you can get out of the funk and it changes. Has this affected your comedy? Are you less funny now? Because now, mm. how do you make jaded jokes anymore? That's a good point. Um, the jokes are less jaded, but it's, but there is less, um, there's different material, you know, like. I'm just kidding. I, I haven't, you know, I haven't like really wrote a lot of uh, girlfriend jokes. I haven't really, I haven't, I don't know. There was already so much to talk about and stuff. So I haven't wrote as many girlfriend jokes, but. There's, she'll get it. Trust me, she's gonna get it. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I have a few in in my set, but uh, I just notice in the audience, like I just lose fans. I'm like, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> <laughs> the second you say you're in a relationship, guys. Really? Right. <laughs> actually, it's it's actually funny because I always was the comedian that was like, yeah, you know, I'm I, I'm over relationships, kind of bitter about it. But now I actually feel like I win over the other half of the audience, which is the guys. Because if I say I'm in a relationship, I'm a little bit more likable to guys. You yeah. know, they don't want just some like, oh, here goes another single male comic talking about dating, you know? like. Yeah. So if I'm talking about, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm in a relationship and I make fun of it, then they get it. So I kind of went over both sides. That's great. I mean, that's what the gender dynamic is though, right? Like yeah. Sing, sing, uh, single girls, obviously, guys want to follow. And then I've, I've had it. I've had it on stage where I'm like, oh, I'm in a relationship. And then guys are like, oh, boo. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, where yeah. were you when I was fucking single dick? <laughs> well, it's always there. It's always like I had to, you know, tell myself too. the intention is really always to make people laugh. So not, you know, obviously it was nice to find somebody in the audience to date, but it's it wasn't always the goal. It just happened anyway. So um, killed two know, birds just, with one stone. Yeah, I got lucky. You I got did. Lucky. Well, I'm happy for you. Ah, I like Thank you. smiling and all. Yeah. Yay. I'll take it. <laughs> what about wait? But what about you? Are you in a relationship? Yeah, man. I've been with the same yeah. person. Yeah, you're going to meet him tomorrow. Yeah. Nice. I've never met him, huh? No. OK. Nope. Oh, I don't I don't think you have. I don't no, so I've barely seen you. It's been a fucking pandemic. I know. Crazy, huh? So, you guys have been going strong for years. Uh, almost two years. Two years now? Almost. Oh, shit. Yeah. Dang. Do you guys live together? March. Not yet. Are you going to? 
Oh, shit. Dang, that's it. That's the part I'm not acknowledging on the microphone. <laughs> but if you're watching the video, you know the answer. Ha ha you're ha. Like, this makes you watch the video. Guys, there's an ethical porn revolution happening right now, and it's happening on Balesa. Introducing Balesa Plus, the Netflix of porn. People want better porn and people want ethical porn. Balesa wants you to have both. And right now, Balesa's letting listeners of the show choose what you want to pay for it. No catch. Just head to bplus.co slash dating and enjoy unlimited access to ad-free ethical porn at your own price. Balesa's women-owned, women-directed, and women-run. Content on Balesa focuses on real connection and emphasizes genuine female pleasure. No fake orgasms, no messed up ads. For as little as a few dollars a month, you'll get unlimited access to a growing library of over 50 channels and 30 adult studios, including AVN award-winning reality porn series Balesa House, where female porn stars actually choose who they want to have sex with. I love it. Balesa is out here changing the entire porn industry. So feel good about supporting great, ethically made porn. Just head to bplus.co slash dating. Choose what you want to pay and enjoy Balesa's porn, erotica, and sex ed guilt-free. Balesa Plus offers 100% discreet billing. You can pause or cancel with one click anytime. That's bplus.co slash dating. Pay what you want for the Netflix of porn and join the ethical porn movement. But hey. Got to be 18 and over. Um, but Vin, we're talking about golden penis syndrome today. My bad. So let's focus. We got to focus up. Golden penis. All right. This is my, yeah, so, this is my specialty. So here's the thing. According to National Student Clearinghouse, 40% of college students in the U.S. are males, which means 60% are females. So that means there are more women than men leading to what has been called golden penis syndrome, where dudes think that their dicks are fucking anointed or something, that there is a lack of competition. So more men are arrogant, cheating, and don't want to be monogamous. So some um, group of girls in some college came up with this term called golden penis syndrome. Do you think this thing actually exists or is it like a perception? You got to break it down for me a little bit more. So basically the girls called them that or the guys did? So the girls called guys that guys have golden penis syndrome because currently there are more women than men in colleges. And even generally, I think in population wise, there's a shortage, quote unquote, of men. So they're saying men know that. And because of that are kind of like, oh, I can fuck around because I like I'll get if this girl doesn't want to deal with my shit, I'll find another girl because there are more women than there are men. What? What kind of shit? I got it. How? That's my college never was 60, 40 percent. What the heck? Well, it's actually becoming a new thing where more women are becoming educated. So, yeah, that means four. That means. Yeah. 20. Yeah. That's the other, the 10% um, less dudes or that means they're just idiots. That's why. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, but I do you know. think that that's a thing, golden penis syndrome? Like, obviously, that's a term somebody has created. But this idea that, like, dudes are, they are saying that this applies even to men in their 30s and 40s. So I guess my question is, you're a dude. Like, have you ever felt more 
have you ever realized that there are less of you and more women? And then does that make you feel more powerful? Mm, not at all. <laughs> like, have um, you and your guy friends like ever discussed it? Like, hey, there's more. There's less I feel of like them. girls. Okay, so dudes are creeps, right? Dudes are hitting on chicks twenty four seven. I never get hit on. The only time I get hit on ever is at comedy clubs and they don't even hit on me. Maybe a few will slide into my DMs and it's rare and and like rarely happens. And when it does, it's not even the ones that you really want them to anyways. But like, yeah, the comedy maybe is the only reason I ever got hit on. I never got hit on other than that. So the guys have to go out there and do all the hitting on. So I don't feel like that dudes have an edge at all. I, I think, I think girls are, you know, the ones that are being approached. So, um, they always have a good advantage there, but yeah, I don't think dudes should be like putting themselves on a pedestal because there's less girls at a college. That's pretty crazy. It was weird. Cause it, it, I was also just like, I mean, I read it. I understand it conceptually. I'm like, yeah, if you look at the numbers, it makes sense. But like are college guys that aware of themselves as a species, like our guys, like in college at, you know, oh, 1920 going, there's two of me and three, three women. Oh. Like they're, they're going to want us more than they want. Mm-hmm. We want yeah. them. Like, is that, is that a process? Did you think about that when you were 1920? <laughs> oh man. Oh, I don't even want to think about my past compared to now. Cause now I'm in the old man syndrome where I'm like, I look back and I'm like, those college boys are idiots. <laughs> You're like, uh, find the love of your life as soon as you can and lock uh, them down and stay. I actually, I wouldn't tell a college kid that. <laughs> like, dude, just fucking live your life. Get the mistakes out of the way. Trust me. Um, uh, no, I just but think th- that- But that's a good point. What you just said, right? You said you would tell a college kid, guy or girl, I would say the same thing. Like at this point, yeah. you should be having fun. So I'm kind of like, you know, when I read this article- it made me question, like, does this really exist? Like golden penis syndrome? Or is it a perception that I think girls are probably just feeling like guys are dicks and they want to find a reason for it? But it's really because you're in college. Yeah, it's just college. And like, it has, it has a 40, 60%. That's still not that much. If it was like 10% dudes at a college, at a college with 90% women, I'd be like, yeah, they have a lot of like, all right, guys, I'm going to class with, 25 chicks and it's me and Frank. Like, yeah, what's your pick? You know, like, that's amazing. How do I get back into school? Pull me back into Billy Madison days. (laughs) (laughs) That's a throwback, dude. That's, I don't know. I I just don't, I just don't think 40, 60% makes any sense. But, uh, I just, it's just college kids. Yeah. Guys, I, I I realized this in LA, nobody wants to settle down. How many times have we talked about this on the podcast where you go, in LA, nobody settles down because there's too many options. There's 10 million people. So we people treat LA like it's college. There's a lot of things to do and there's a lot of um, opportunities and a lot of people to date. So mm-hmm. so people settle down later in their life. And also that's happening a lot more nowadays anyways. But in, in college, nobody's settling down. So like girls are just saying, oh, these, kid, these guys don't want to like get in a relationship. And they're like, no, nah, they just don't want to date at all because they're fucking 20. I don't know. Yeah. And I think like there's more information for young people to know that they they don't need to settle down that quickly. Like. But I get it when you like somebody, you want them to 
be nice to you. And I think that is a different part of it. Like maybe guys are just, maybe young guys are just being like what they said, arrogant or just dicks, but it just kind of sounds like they're being like fuck boys. I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't think that's a college kids are already idiots, but you know, but I think, yeah, they're, I think the, uh, Girls don't realize that it's just college. And I think college guys are just idiots. Yeah. And I really hope they don't refer to their penises as gold penis. I don't think they do. I, the way, right. I guess it's like it's a term the girls came up with of like, ah, he thinks he has a fucking golden penis. You know? Oh, God. Um, but, <laughs> but this leads me to a next question, which is, okay, so if it's not that we think guys really believe they have more options, like actually conceptually, why are women feeling like they are single? I mean. Why are women feeling like they are single? Yeah. Like let's say these college girls, right? Like they are, they're dating right now and they're feeling like guys, the reason they are single is because guys are not committing because they think that their dick is so valuable. So if that's mm-hmm. not the reason, why do we think women, or let's say college kids right now, like why are college girls feeling like they are more single? Mm. Yeah, it's just, I think, it, I don't know. That's weird. I feel like, are they being sensitive right now? And they're just very vulnerable. They want coming off of a pandemic and they really want a relationship. Like mm-hmm. maybe that's what it is because I don't think, I don't think ever a lot of girls were always searching for relationships in colleges either. I remember, you know, dating girls in college. They were like, I'm in college. I'm not trying to find a relationship. So I don't know. It definitely doesn't. Um, I, 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 I don't think it has to deal with like people our age or out of college for sure. Well, you know, again, according to these articles, they're saying golden penis syndrome goes into men in their 30s and 40s also. But my thing is just like, I don't think, I think, I don't mean to be rude, Ben. I think (laughs) we're giving guys a little too much credit. Yeah, sure. (laughs) I I think that that guys are thinking about the ratio. Yeah, that's insanity. Like every party I've ever been to, the term always gets thrown around. It's a it's a sausage fest. Like there's always always feels like there's more dudes. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, that's crazy. I don't think. First of all, it has nothing to do with how many people are there. It's like, are you a douche or not? You know, like there you yeah. got. Are you good looking? Are you nice? Are you cool? Do you have your shit together? Are you successful? Like, so I don't think you should worry about the other twenty. 30% in the room, you should be like, all right, am I what they want anyways? Because you could still be the dude nobody wants in that room, you know? Yeah, and that's that's sort of where I, that's kind of how I feel about like why I think some of the women feel like they're single. Because obviously I've, I've been there where when you're single, you want to find a villain, right? You want to know like, hey, the reason I'm being victimized right now. So if I'm the victim, there has to be a villain. And so we're making these dudes to be the villain. But the truth is like, why are we picking those people? I think everybody individually needs to worry about themselves. I think they need to, you know, the girls out there need to think like, not think about, um, are guys being pickier? I just think they need to go. 
they need to figure out what they want and who, um, what they're looking for in a person, if they want a person at that time, you know, and then guys, uh, should also be focusing on themselves, especially at this age. We're talking to, again, at college, it's like, everybody should be focusing on themselves and, you know, figuring out, to what they want to, who they are. It's like, shit, did I, I didn't even, I don't even know who I am right now. Like who the fuck knows who they were in college. You remember when you used to like think you go to college and you go, oh, I don't know my major. Like you, you used to think that your major was going to dictate what you did for the rest of your life, you know? Yeah. And then people, and then you go into that major and you still don't even do the shit that you went to school for or, or like people change their careers 100 times in their oh, lifetime. Yeah. So I, everything like yeah. was like some honor kid through everything. And then I was also broke half my life after that. So who gives a fuck? <laughs> Right. Yeah. I mean, you didn't have a worry in the in college. I didn't have a worry in the world. Now yeah. I'm just like, yeah. Oh, I have responsibilities. Oh my, I'm a grown ass man that still acts like a child. All right, time to get my shit together. And that's a, like, do you feel um, there's there's always a double edged sword in the choices we make, right? Society in general. Correct me if I'm wrong feels like it's becoming more, especially like sexually liberal, right? Like we're, we're much more open. There's all types of relationships, um, situationships, uh, you know, every combination of how people want to fuck friends with benefits, just completely casual, polyamorous, whatever, right? Open all these things. And I feel like because collectively we have decided to go this route, we have to then kind of like there are pros and cons to it, right? There are pros because you get like a level of choice. Hey, I don't want to be in a monogamous relationship. I just want to be casual. But if you do that, then you can't get annoyed that men also do that. Yeah, totally. I mean, there's no double standard. It's just, you know. But it's just like a double-edged sword, right? Because we all want freedom, but then at the other end, we hate when somebody else is too free. Grass is greener. It's always like, you know, it's always, you're out of a relationship, you want to be one, you're in a relationship. After a while, you're like, oh, you know, you miss things about being single. It's like, you know, I don't know. It's uh, it's tough. You really got to know what you want. I think, I think everybody has to figure out. And, and you, as far as sexually though, people are changing. I, I have a few things to talk about that because one, I think people sexually um, are getting more sexual, right? Over time. I don't know if, to, uh, if it has to do with like porn or whatever it is. And then you have, uh, I always think that people previously were sexual, even in the fifties. I feel like everybody was extra sexual. It's just, they weren't open about it. So, um, you know, there was a lot more, um, like conservative relationships and, uh, you know, I think now it's just, people are seeing that they don't have to commit when they're like 18 years old, like our grandpa Joe, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't think they, and as far as different sexualities, you know, different relationships, um, there probably were a lot of gay people back in the eighties too. It's just, they weren't out as much, you know? So, um, yeah, now more people are coming out and, and, And it's interesting because I'm curious to see how it'll be in future generations because I think everything goes in waves, right? Like you said, in maybe the 
I don't know, fucking thirties, people were much more just monogamous one person. Then you had the hippies and then hippies were like free love and all that shit. Then it went back the other way. And now we're in this like next sexual revolution. So I'm curious if, if like Gen Z or like the new babies being born are going to go back to like the 1920s and be like, no, monogamy. They're on their way back. They're all going to be hippies again. (laughs) It's the whole crystal era. Yeah, man. Everything's great, man. Sexuality. Touch this purple crystal. There's, it's like, I don't think the hippies ever left. They just stayed in Venice. Yeah, I was just about to say that. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. No, you know, I always, I always, uh, I always compare it to Europe. Like people in Europe are very um, casual about relationships. Mm-hmm. Always just everything's great sex you know they just sex these and that they just it's it's just so not a big deal you know but it's always been a big deal here and now i feel like it's definitely not a big deal um but people have a lot of pent-up frustration so there's a lot more sex going on yeah i mean the pandemic definitely uh you know lit some fires (laughs) wow but my, sure my boyfriend's from uh, Spain. And so I get it. Like the Europeans are super just, you know. Casual about it. Just very casual about it. It's just not a big deal. But then I realized, I think it's also like Europe, for example, has been around for centuries, right? And America's a baby in comparison mm. to those territories. I mean, we've only been around for probably 400, what, 450 years? Yeah. It's, so they're like teenagers just discovering point. ourselves. Um, wow. Yeah, that makes sense. Ah, I just dropped some interesting. Dang, dropping sex bombs on us, girl. So let's say. Uh, your boyfriend's from Spain, too. Okay. I didn't, mm-hmm. I, I didn't know. I didn't realize that. Nice. Yeah. You'll, you'll um, find us tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> nice. But, uh, you know, so we can't change that. People feel like golden penis syndrome exists. And maybe it does. My point is, I just think it's just dicks. We're just talking about asshole. Like, we're just talking about fuckboys at this point. Whatever term we give them, that's what it is. And how can a woman maneuver this? Like, what would you tell your girlfriends if they were dating guys like this? Like, what could you say to them? I mean, yeah, I think if... A girl is, uh, especially from a guy's point of view. Are are we talking about guys that actually believe that there's a difference between guys believing they have golden penis syndrome, which is ridiculous. And then just guys that, um, are not interested in a relationship. There's totally different, different, you know, I think they're the same thing. I think, I think guys, the whole golden penis syndrome thing is relating to guys believe this is a college thing for sure but they think that they're uh um in higher demand and that they have more options and they're not settling down but that has to deal with their ego and their all that stuff but there's there's people that just aren't interested in committing into a relationship at that time i was one of those people there was for many years i was like i just don't want to settle down not even some of it was sexual for a while you know different periods of my life was just like yeah i'm single i'm young it's like whatever and then the other reasons were i was selfish and I wanted to focus on my career and the the other reasons where I was damaged and I was bitter and guarded. So I didn't feel like any relationship because of that. So 
uh, I think everyone has different reasons. And how would you have told somebody to deal with you? Mm. Every time when I was in, you mean in that phase of my life? Yeah. Yeah, just, I just tell them, be honest, be like, I'm guarded. I'm, you know, I'm busy. Um, I'm myself. Like, you know, I can't promise you I'm going to stick around. You know, as long as you're honest with people, usually you don't hurt them as much, but I mean, people still get hurt regardless, but as long as you're, you're open about it, you're like, Hey, you know, like I'm not looking for something or I always told him I was, da- I was damaged. I mean, they figured it out too. If they came to a comedy show, I'm like, yeah, fuck this and fuck everybody. But you know, so, sometimes people hear you're damaged and they're hearing, he's saying, let me fix him. Ah, uh, yeah. Right? Nice. Good luck. Fuck. I don't know how to fix myself. And I think that's the, the point is like, Somebody like you, for example, was being honest. I used to be really honest when I was going through my phase. And I used to tell people, listen, I, you don't you don't even want to be with me. I'm not doing reverse psychology. You don't like I don't I don't want this. And other people have to hear that. And like my only advice to to young college girls or people experiencing this with anybody, you know, we're saying golden penis syndrome, like it's just restricted to guys. But Um, I guess in this case it is because they're talking about the ratio of male to female and hetero relationships. But the idea is like, if somebody is not treating you the way you want, choose somebody else. Yeah. And just don't go for it. Just don't. And I think collectively women have to, like we have to just collectively get to a point where we're not accepting that behavior. For example, in this case, they're saying if a, a guy is fine to cheat on a girl because he he knows that he can get another girl. My advice would be all girls should say no to the cheater. Yeah. I mean, there's no, I mean, yeah, you should regard regardless of ratio or whatever. It's like you just don't cheat. You know, that doesn't. <laughs> Has anything to do with it? Again, I think this has a lot to do with kids. I, I mean, I, I I guess people out here are like that too, for yeah. sure. I, yeah, when you feel like there's a higher demand, people are getting pickier, for sure. I was getting picky. Mm-hmm. Like people's standards keep going up and up, right? And then when you do have more options, then people are pickier. That's why when you live in a small town, it's like actually a joke that I used to have about like in stand-up is about living in a small town. There's less options. That's why you got married at like 20 years old. And out here, people are old as shit and still alone because they never settle down because there's too many options. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's all case by case. I think, uh, you know, I, I don't think everybody believes that um, there's a higher demand, you know. I never believed that. I did stand up and I didn't even think that. And stand up is easier to pick up people. Yeah, I'm still I'm still waiting for this. Nobody fucking hits on me. Oh my god, that's not true at all. Well, first of all, you you've been taken for 2 years, so that's why you've got nobody hitting on you. This is true. And he yeah. shows up to my show. That, that's a big hurdle to jump, you know. <laughs> I just then, want somebody to hit on me though. There's nothing to hit on me and then me say, hey, listen. I doubt you don't get hit on. I doubt it. And you don't even go out in public. You're always working. That's why. How are you going to get hit on in your bedroom? This is true. (laughs) I am always in this office. Yeah. It's very true. Yeah. The more you do stand up, the more you're going to get hit on. I promise. 
<laughs> I, it's a promise. It's a fact. That I, I, there's, him feel people much don't slide better. in your DMs. I doubt it. You're so full of it. There's no way guys don't go in your DMs. People slide into my DMs. Yeah. Well, but that's not, but that's not from like a comedy show. It's because they saw my reels or some shit. Guys, okay, here's another thing, guys. Um, in person, um, I was never good at hitting on girls. I was always very intimidated. Actually, there's a, a statistic about it. Like, really pretty girls get hit on less um, because guys are intimidated. So I never really hit on girls. I was I was pretty outgoing, and I was always scared to go up to a girl. I'm like, hey, what's up? I like you. You know, it's a, it's a very intimidating process. Now, the easier way to do that is through your phone. How much easier? And then you go, hey, do you want to meet in person? That's why dating apps are so successful. You're like, you can get over the icebreaker without having to walk up to a stranger is that the right way to do it on an app? I don't, it doesn't mean, it's not necessarily like the, you know, the best option either. It's good to meet somebody in real life too, if you can. But yeah, I think it's like, you gotta, you go over the barrier where you go, oh yeah, I don't have to walk up to that girl at the bar. I can literally go, hey, I see a picture of your dog. I got a dog, like, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> Come, you know. find, find any common ground. Hey, yeah. you wore yellow. I, I have a yellow shirt too. Yeah. Just send her pictures of you in yellow shirts. <laughs> so, okay. I, this is my last thing and then we're getting off of this. But this is um, another article on golden penis syndrome. There are multiple. Uh, said these are the signs your spouse is suffering from golden penis syndrome. I just want to know in advance of these why the fuck you are, this is your spouse at all. But I think they mean partner, person you're dating, whatever. This is a sign your person is suffering from, I'll call it GPS. The word appointment doesn't exist in his vocabulary. He only says, meet me here, come to my house. He hesitates to offer to schedule anything on the weekend. The only deep questions he asks are about sex. He only communicates via social media and only meets during the week. And his worst nightmare is kissing you in public in front of other girls. Mm. Again, this is what they're saying is golden penis syndrome. That's so weird. What a weird term. I think we've said that about 40 times tonight. For everybody that loves to hear golden penis syndrome. Golden um, penis syndrome. Golden Should penis I say syndrome. it like ASMR? Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't think anybody likes to hear that term at all. Um, let's see. Well, I think again, I think it's, uh, far as like, okay. So a few of the things were the scheduling, scheduling, um, doesn't, schedules, doesn't schedule anything and only meets you on, on the weekend day. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if that applies because not everybody has the same schedule, right? Like everyone's schedules different. My weekends are. Yeah, but you're different. Too. I would say outside of you, that would be a red flag to me. If yeah. somebody's job isn't a comedian, there's no real good reason, you know, or they're working in retail, you know, or some service job that required them on a weekend, it's different. But then like, there's still an evening or a daytime, but like some people just, I used to be in those, in New York, there was a thing. You never met anybody on a weekend. You only went on dates Monday to Thursday. Mm -hmm. It was like a known thing. And it was only if you like really liked somebody down the line, would you give them a Friday or Saturday? Oh, wow. But it was like Monday to Thursday. Then it was a Sunday. And then it would be Friday, Saturday. Yeah, I get that, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. But also in the beginning, you have to ask yourself, like, if I'm just meeting somebody, 
and my time is the only night for my, me and my friends or myself is a Friday or Saturday. Like, I'm not going to always meet a total stranger. I, I mean, we've all been on a ton of dates and you're like, this is a disaster. What a waste of a night. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, you got to value your own time, figure out what time's best. But if you're dating a lot and you're like never meeting somebody on the weekend. Yeah, I could see that being totally weird. I, I think it's not about the day specifically. I think it's about the time. It's quality time. Mm-hmm. The person's not willing to hang out with you. Oh, I get to see that. I get to hang out with you once every two weeks. All right, you're not making me a priority. So obviously and, we're And not. that should be the behavior you you decide to not accept. Like you have to just say, this is not ex- working for me and and move on. Like, yeah. I just think we can't keep blaming other people. Yes, other people already suck. We already know this, but we can't change others and mm-hmm. we can only change ourselves. So it really just comes down to like, we can come up with a million terms for golden penis syndrome. And I think we have, I named a bunch already. I think they're all the equivalent. We got a, we got our next topic is uh, platinum butthole syndrome. Uh, you guys are going to love this one. <laughs> um, and our sponsor is um, <laughs> uh, bronze taint. <laughs> Adam and it. Eve, the sex, co- uh, the, bronze the sex toy company. Oh, I don't man. know, man. I don't know where we just went. <laughs> this is what's going to happen now that I record on weekday nights. Um, Vin, thank you so much for being on this episode. Uh, you know, we have six questions and it's been a while, so we're going to do it again with you. Okay. You down? Let's do it. All right, Vin, you've answered these 80 million times. No, I always forget the questions, too. Uh, well, I'm about to tell you. Uh, Vinny, what is the first thing you notice about a potential partner? Mm. Yeah, I always now I remember they're always hard. Um, I think two, two, yeah, I think they were two things um, were a smile uh, and a sense of humor. Well, it should just be what, what it is now at this point in your life. What is the first thing you notice? Okay, so smile and what is, sense of humor. At this yeah. point in your life, what is one deal breaker? Uh, is it just one? <laughs> Yeah. Um, one deal breaker. It's your biggest uh, deal breaker. I mean, yeah, I think I think a sense of humor is obviously for me. Like I I probably answer one. that. Yeah, if you don't have a sense of humor. Yeah. Well, what turns you on? All right. Here I got a list. I gotta scroll. <laughs> just what turns me on? I mean, when a person's uh I mean, obviously we're for excluding looks and everything like that. You I can think say whatever you sense, want. Sense of the, look, obviously, you got to be attracted to somebody, period. Um, the second thing is, uh, turns you on is, um, I like a sense of humor turns me on. I say that, like, something random I always mention is squinty eyes. I think are super cute. I know it's ridiculous. But when a girl laughs or smiles and her eyes get all squinty, it kind of turns me on. Um, I think, uh, you know, being confident but still humble. Like, you know, knowing that you aren't just... Uh, you know, knowing that you have value, but you're not egotistical about it. Okay, I asked one, but thank you for the 18. No, I'm I'm, hold on. I got six more. Uh, <laughs> uh, what are one of your strengths and one of your weaknesses in relationships? Strengths. Um, strengths. Just I answer a sense of humor for everyone. Now, I would say strengths is uh, I am very considerate. I am. I definitely... I'm, not, I'm a nice person, so I would say that 
I do put other people first a lot before myself sometimes to a fault, which I have worked on. Um, so, and then what was the fault? Mm, weakness. I, I won't say fault. Weakness. I got a, I got a lot of weaknesses. Mm. <laughs> um, I've realized more recently I'm, I'm, a, I'm complaining a lot. I never used to be, um, I always was po- uh, optimistic. I, be, I was never really negative. I've been kind of negative and complaining. Actually, to the point where my girlfriend called me out on it the other day. She's like, you complain a lot. I'm like, noted. You but know? it's good. I mean, those Nothing are things wrong with that. that. Yeah. There are things that uh, we all need to kind of work on. And sometimes that's what a partner is there for, right? To point out like, hey, there's this trend you're going through. And then it might make you look at things and go, oh, hey, yeah. That's yeah. why I like to ask these questions because like, oh, it can all change from how we were before. Yeah, yeah, it's, I've definitely, <clears throat> I've definitely noticed that. I'm sure it had a lot to do with just like pre, like 2020, 2020, like, you know, carrying over too, but um, it's okay. Like I'm, yeah. now that I can be aware of it, I used to wear a little rubber band on my wrist. I wish there was one on the desk, but I, I just, I'd pull it and flick it anytime I would be negative. Oh, wow. Self-awareness. Yeah. So anytime I realized I was complaining or sad or angry, I just be like flick it and just to remind myself, you know, this just to be aware of it, you know. Yeah, that's a cool idea without, you know, I hope it doesn't fall under self-mutilation, but other than that, <laughs> sounds like Yeah, when I was feeling real down, I would put blades on the rubber band. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> um, uh, what is love? Baby, don't hurt me. How many times are we going to do this, girl? What is um uh what is love what is love um love is mm, compatibility um love is um friendship um love is unselfish i like that then benny besides i love you what three words would you want your partner to tell you um, golden penis syndrome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that's the wrap. Yeah, no. Um, uh, what, what, besides I love you. What three words would you want your partner to tell you? Um, ordering pizza, order a pizza. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, want to stay in? <laughs> <laughs> All right, old man. I hear you. I hear yeah, you. Yeah, you see. It's yes. all food related now. Listen, that's know. all I do now is just stay in. Just stay in. Just I'm like, it's still cold outside. I never used to do that. What happened? I was the most extroverted person on the planet. I just, I wasn't. I just had to be. But now I'm like introvert central. Mm. Vinny, yeah. you're the best. You're the Thank best you for being on I the miss show. You. Good to see I you. I miss you too. Wait, yeah, hello. You're not totally leaving. We have one more episode, but yes. I know. Thank you for wrapping this episode. How can everyone find you on social media? Same, same old Vinny Fastline on everything. V-I-N-N-Y-F-A-S-L-I-N-E. There's no T in my last name, Fastline. Um, Instagram, TikTok. I've been kind of taking a hiatus social media break for the last month or two. I was taking a break, but I'll probably kick it back into gear. Yeah, sometimes you got to do you. Do you, Vinny. But yeah. guys, follow Vinny. He's one of the best. Um, uh, it, all of his stuff will be in the description of this episode. Uh, follow us. We're also on social media. We're at Kinda Dating across the board. Aisha's at Aisha Says Dance. 
get ready. I'm at Natasha Chandel on Instagram, Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter, Natasha dot Chandel on TikTok. Thanks so much for downloading this episode. If you could please tell a friend, rate and review us, we'd be so grateful. Also, send us your dating stories and thoughts to kindadating at gmail.com. Finally, I know it seems tough out there, but just try. Till next time. Kinda Dating is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. Kinda Dating is created, produced, and hosted by myself, Natasha Chandel. Aisha Holden is my co-host. Adam Pineless and Karina Uribe are producers. Our opening music is composed by Joe Lorenzetti, and our logo and graphics are by Jenna Yannick and K. Daniel Ellis.